It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. The National Association for the Education of Young Children says that early childhood inclusion means that every infant and young child in their family has the right, regardless of ability, to participate in activities as full members of families, classrooms, communities, and society. And, Commissioner, for that reason, every year DECAL has designated the week of Valentine's, this year February the 11th through the 15th, as Inclusive Early Learning Week here in Georgia. Right, and this is our fourth annual Inclusive Early Learning Week, and it's an opportunity for us to highlight the importance of inclusion and also to highlight our inclusion staff because I've said it before publicly and and to them that they do an amazing job, and it's one of the calls that I get when I'm out and about or on the phone about how helpful they've been um, in helping parents find the right solution for their child. Well, here to talk about uh, this special week and how you can get involved is Brandy Lacetta, Program Director of Inclusion and Behavioral Support for DECAL, along with Michelle Clark, who is one of our inclusion specialists that you were just talking about. Ladies, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about um, something I know we've talked about before on the podcast, but Brandy, explain again why inclusion is important, and not only in child care programs, but really in society in general. So I'm I'm starting to think you save the hardest questions for me, Reg, in these <laughs> podcasts, the most the most prolific questions to answer in a short period of time. But I think my quick answer is that we're such a diverse group of people societally and knowing that people with disabilities comprise twenty percent of our society, I think we have a responsibility to um, make sure that everyone has the opportunity to engage and participate in a way that feels inclusive and not um, some group of people goes this way and another group of people goes another way and that we can do so together um, in a really nice way that benefits everybody. Now that definition from NACI goes on to say the desired results of inclusive experiences for children with and without disabilities and their families include a sense of belonging and membership, positive social relationships and friendships, and development and learning to reach their full potential. Um, The defining features of inclusion that can be used to identify high-quality early childhood programs and services are threefold, and that's access, participation, and supports. Is that what we're communicating during this special week? Yeah, I think it definitely goes along really nicely with the threefold mission of the week, which is to bring awareness to what inclusion is, um, to celebrate where it's happening successfully, and then to make sure that we're strengthening supports and that families and providers are aware of the supports that are out there to include their children with disabilities and and high-quality child care. How long have we been holding Inclusive Early Learning Week? So our first one was in 2015, so this will be our fourth. Okay. And this was sort of a a thing you brought to DECAL because – what was your motivation behind it? Actually (laughs) – Pre-K week was an inspiration, okay. so I'll say that. I think um, the shout agency, out to pre-K. shout they out to Pre-K, um, the agency and Georgia's Pre-K does such a nice job bringing awareness to all things Georgia's Pre-K and the benefits of it during that week. And there was a national week that celebrated Inclusive Schools Week, which was our first um, year celebrating in December. And uh, we found out pretty quickly that the first week in December is not a great week for child care. So <laughs> from that point forward, we've moved it and we've landed on the week of Valentine's Day, which feels great. But um, 
you know, it's it's something that we I saw as an opportunity to seize to do the same thing in a little bit different way that pre-K is doing to shed a light on that important work to the light that the, of the important work the agency is doing on behalf of children with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And Michelle, you're in the field um, working with uh, our providers, and we're really trying to do several things here. Increase awareness, celebrate successes, and strengthen supports. And let's start with awareness. Do people generally know about children with disabilities and the fact that they have this right to full participation? I think some of them are, and they're gaining more awareness as we're in the field working with them, having those conversations about what it looks like, kind of knocking down some of those barriers to inclusion that may just be I don't know what I don't know, and it seems scary to mm-hmm. me, and I'm not sure how I, as a teacher or I, as a program, can provide accommodations. Um, so through really helping them and having those conversations, we've been able to increase that awareness and help them to understand that we can include children with disabilities, and we can do it su- su- successfully with just some modifications to the way we're teaching, how we're teaching, um, maybe some materials that we add in our classrooms. So maybe mainly apprehension about how to best do it? Definitely, yeah. definitely. The fear is huge. It's mm-hmm. a huge barrier to inclusion. Um, we don't know what we don't know, um, and it seems scary when um, someone says, well, we have this child with a disability, and I don't know what that disability looks like in my classroom mm-hmm. or in my program, or, or I don't feel qualified to support it. And a lot of times it's just having those conversations of what it looks like. What are some examples, and I'll ask both you guys this because I know while you're in the field, uh, Brandy also visits uh, providers and sees this firsthand. What are some examples of some success stories you've seen, um, especially among child care programs here in Georgia? One of my absolute favorite examples is this program that had a three-year-old child, and she wasn't walking yet, so they had her in a toddler classroom because they felt like this was best for her development and the parents were scared to put her in a three-year-old classroom because they didn't know if she would be able to interact with Mm -hmm. children that were walking and running and they were afraid she would kind of get run over through lots of conversations and it took several months and then they were able to move her over and it was conversations with the teachers she was with and the teachers she was moving up to so what Mm -hmm. is this going to look like how can we change our classrooms and then within a month maybe two months of her moving they were all surprised because she was walking. She was feeding herself independently, which she wasn't doing in the toddler classroom, and really going to pre-K with few modifications, wow. um, few accommodations. What a great story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that one. Please yeah, absolutely. Brandy, how about you? Uh, that's one of my favorites um, from Michelle as well. And what she didn't say was there was a gap in time when she was with the program. So um, when she stopped working with the program, it was because they came to this impasse about whether or not they could move this child to be with her same age peers. And there was a lot of hesitation, though there were a lot of great conversations. And um, and she came out a few months later, they called for something unrelated. And when she went out, she was greeted by the teachers of this child, and they had decided after Michelle's leaving to move her hmm. and tell her of all their successes. And it was, um, it was a, it was a really powerful husband for our whole team. And one of the things for providers that may feel that apprehension may have situations that are similar. Um, that's where you guys come in. You're a phone call away. Phone call, email, yeah, just call us. We're here to support you. Observations in classrooms, what does it look like? Having those conversations, you know, brainstorming ideas of how you can include all children, how you can make accommodations for them, and then just providing some on-site training. We'll go into your classroom and and 
work next to you? What does this look like? Let's let's try this. What would happen if we try this? What are the things you want to work on? What's important in your classroom? And mm-hmm. how can we best include all of these children? So you're not alone. That's the main message. You are not alone. Today, especially a- during Inclusive Early Learning Week. And what's so great is neither are we. We have... Um, we have some really phenomenal support from our, our colleagues in CCS and Georgia's Pre-K and being able to work together with them mm. to help providers who are afraid that if they make an accommodation, they'll be out of compliance with licensing or out of compliance with their Pre-K regulations. And so those relationships across those divisions have also been helpful for us to surround the providers with support from more than just one perspective. Well, we want all providers to join in the celebration and make this a big deal with their children and their families. So you guys are the experts. What are some ways they can get on the bandwagon and participate this year? We're, we'll be sending a provider kit soon. Um, it'll have activities, classroom activities you can do with the children in your classroom. It'll have staff or adult activities that you guys can do to kind of build some teamwork among everybody. And then some activities that you can share with families that you guys can do. We're going to have a reading contest, so talking about people coming in to read. We'll have a contest of posting artwork that you guys are doing from the provider kit. So post that on social media, and we have a lot of fun giveaways that we'll be sharing as well. And what are your hashtags again? Hashtag love inclusion 2019 and then hashtag read love inclusion 2019. Okay. For the reading one. And you can either post that yourself or you can send that into us here at DECAL, and we're more than happy to uh, help you with that. Commissioner, you're going to be visiting child care programs as you've done in years past to read books to children that celebrate diversity and promote friendship. What was, uh, what was this like for you in the past few years? Well, it's always fun just to get out. There's nothing like seeing it um, for yourself. I mean, we hear about it all the time, but um, it's always nice to be out supporting the work of our inclusion specialists and bringing more awareness to it and hearing from providers about the successes that they've seen really due to a lot of uh, the work that our inclusion specialists have done alongside them, not to them, but alongside them and with them. And I think that's uh, a really important part of the whole week as well. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, one of the reasons we call our folks consultants rather than inspectors or investigators is that they really do work alongside our providers and they're there to answer a lot of these questions. And ultimately, the goal is to serve Georgia's youngest learners and their families. And we do that. Uh, and we have the rules and regulations. But within that are a lot of compassionate people who truly care, like Michelle and Brandy, and um, have seen firsthand the importance of, of this type of work. Well, and that's one reason that we're actually expanding, and I guess that's a teaser for maybe a future podcast on the expansion of our inclusion unit um, to really, we're calling it our multi-tiered system of supports, which will be an expansion of our inclusion unit. And I know that we'll bring Brandy back and maybe some of her colleagues to share more about that. But it's a it's a needed resource and providers like it, and our inclusion folks do an amazing job. So I'm excited to later talk about that too. Absolutely. And we need to congratulate Brandy since the last time you were on the podcast, uh, she has been promoted into the role of program director. I don't know if you missed that on the introduction, but it's a pretty big deal. Put a smile on her face anyway. In uh, program director, inclusion, and behavioral support for DECAL. Congratulations. Well-deserved. Thanks, Reg. I think you're going to be great. And uh, how many inclusion specialists do we have now? We currently have nine. Um, in the expansion, we will move from a field staff of t- 10 at capacity to a field staff of 18. Wow, that really isn't so it's a big it's a big move, and it's changing the size of the program and the scope of what we're doing to support providers, which is all really exciting. Well, we mentioned pre-k and uh, somewhere in there, I think we might have referred to child care services. Let's talk about quality rated. You've got a 
quality rated inclusion endorsement. What what is that? So the quality rate inclusion endorsement is a voluntary endorsement available to our two and three star rated providers. And it's designed for those providers who want to take a look at um, the quality of the inclusive practices they're using. So as a part of their continuous quality improvement efforts, they really identified this as an area that they want to put resources and time in peeling back the layers and taking a look at what they're doing to support children with disabilities and how they can move those practices up in quality as well. And uh, the inclusion specialists support that work um, in addition to their daily work with providers and give some coaching and there's some assessments involved very similar to quality rated, just a different measure. You know, kind of on the flip side of what we were talking about with Michelle, you've got providers that have a lot of questions about what to do, how best to do it when it comes to inclusion. I'm assuming parents have a lot of questions about where is the best location for their child. A lot of questions. And Michelle and the rest of the inclusion specialists, one of the benefits to having them field-based and in the community is because they have built relationships with these providers and with this, not only the child care providers, but the school districts, the service providers, and they're able to help families connect to resources for their children and help them guide their search through the quality rated families page and um, talk about some questions they might consider asking when they're trying to make a decision about what's the best fit for their family. Well, it's all great information, great resources available for you. Again, the best way to raise awareness is to jump on board with us here for Inclusive Early Learning Week. It's February the 11th through the 15th. Just remember, love inclusion 2019. We think about love around Valentine's Day. That Brandy, she is so clever. And uh, the week, was that Michelle also? the inclusion specialist. Oh, they came up. Okay, terrific. I'm telling you, I say it all the time. They make me look much better than I really am. (laughs) It was their their, uh, idea, actually. Isn't that true in any great organization? (laughs) So February the 11th through the 15th, remember programs. You can post pictures of your students uh, celebrating Inclusive Early Learning Week. Uh, Put it on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, using the hashtag LoveInclusion2019. And Michelle, the other hashtag was ReadLoveInclusion2019. And then DecalInclusionWeek or um, what? No. Our regular hashtag is hashtag DecalInclusion. Okay. So any of those Mm -hmm. will get you in the right right lane and you'll be entered into a drawing for prizes. So uh, terrific. And where can people go for more information if they need it all? They can check out our website. There will be a new provider kit right now. You can see the one from last year, but soon the new one will be available. Um, You can always email inclusion at inclusion at decal.ga.gov if you need more information and one of us will reach out to you. Terrific. We're excited about the week. We're going to have you all back uh, during the week to talk about what's going on on the other side. Uh, But for now, we wanted to give providers and parents an opportunity to be ready and to participate with us. So, um, We're excited. Fourth annual, huh? Yep, four. Hard to believe. All right, we're looking forward to it. Thanks for being here. Thanks Thanks so much. Also, send us your feedback about Decal Download. We'd love to hear your ideas for future programs, guests, episodes, that kind of thing. Our email address is decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Now your questions from the water cooler. My name is Patricia Bebley. I'm with Child Care Services. My question for the commissioner is, I'm new to the Employee Advisory Group. What would you like to see from the group this year? 
Patricia, thank you, first of all, for participating in the employee advisory group. And that group was formed um, several years ago so that we could actually have a group of dedicated employees um, that represented every unit and in the department to just talk about what's going on at DECAL, how we can make things better. And I appreciate the support that y'all have given us over the years, especially as you supported the state uh, appreciation week. And then I could not do Spirit of DECAL without the EAG actually scoring all of those nominations and really making that, that final decision with their scores. Um, and then I think most importantly, um, the decal values, which um, if you've heard me talk recently, I always talk about our decal values, um, and I think those are important, and those were actually created by the EAG several years ago. So I really think it's about, you know, kind of what you make it and what you as a group um, decide is important for the agency. But thank you again for your participation. And here's something brand new. Take the decal download quiz and you'll be entered in a drawing for a prize. We'll draw from all the correct answers. Here's the question for this week's episode. What are the dates for Inclusive Early Learning Week? What are the dates for Inclusive Early Learning Week? Email your answers to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.